With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Kyle, one matchup that you flagged to me in prep for the show was the Baltimore Ravens defense against the Tennessee Titans offense. And I agree with you because this one could be real interesting. And it's because of how aggressive the Ravens are going to be against them, probably. When you look at this matchup, what, what really stands out to you on the on the face of it? Yeah, I just want to see how Ryan Tannehill and the Titans react to the Ravens and how they are going to blitz the heck out of them. So one thing about that is they're going, the Ravens are going to come at you, but they still don't give up much. They gave up the third fewest explosive passing plays in the NFL. So they're still coming at you, but they're, they have the corner in the secondary where they're good enough to shut them down. So AJ Brown, he's probably not going to be as effective. And as I say that, he's probably going to catch a post and <laughs> go for 50 yards. But um, I just want to see how the, the Titans are able to match up, how they can block up front with the blitzing. See, I'm on the hill that Tannehill like does okay here, and I feel like he did pretty well against the Ravens uh, the the last time. And, and generally, he's actually okay. He's more effective, really, against the blitz than when teams sit back, when teams play more coverage and make him work all the way through his progressions, which is not to say that he can't do that. He's simply been more effective in the stat sheet when the defense declares where they're going to have some spot spots, uh, soft spots. And that's the thing. Some teams blitz really well. Some teams don't. Some teams have really sneaky disguises that take longer to figure out for a quarterback. Some teams don't. Now, I would certainly put Ravens defensive coordinator Wink Martindale in the harder to figure out bucket. I really like his blitz packages. They send guys in waves. You never know where there's going to be a random defensive back flying in. And this year, there's a lot of linebacker blitzes, of course, but they're also sending safeties a lot, too. Both Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott are each blitzing on 9% of passing plays. I'm also fascinated to see, I want your thoughts on this, Kyle. I'm fascinated to see how the Ravens respond to the heavier sets from the Titans. If they play more coverage and create a lighter box against Derrick Henry, maybe to prevent them from getting gashed to the air. And really, and this might surprise you, Kyle, teams have done better against Henry when going lighter because they're attacking that run game in waves and they're making Henry change direction rather than loading a box and being screwed when Henry gets a runway and is able to build up steam as he runs through the smoke. It seems counterintuitive, but sometimes you got to risk it for the biscuit in the playoffs and think outside of the box a little. What do you, what do you think of that theory, Kyle? Oh, and I think it's great. And I think that it matters because the Ravens safeties, like they're good. They're second level defenders and third level defenders are good at fitting the run. So yes. they're not going to have to load the box. And when you say Henry's going to have to change directions, that's what you want him to do. You want him to kind of maybe pat his feet in the background and have to go a different angle because if you give him a crease, it's RIP and he's gone. And the Texans have not yet to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know how many times it's going to take for them, but. I mean, if you just watch how the Ravens play at the same time, Ravens blitz 44% of the time, which is unreal. First in the NFL by 4%. They have they are 11th in pressure rate and 5th in QB knockdown percentage. So they come a lot, but they get there a lot too. 
And I do wonder, like, are they going to try to take away Henry or are they going to try to take away Tannehill? And I think when you flip sides to this, you know, can the Tennessee defense get off the field? Baltimore is fourth in the league in third down in terms of converting to fresh chains. Over the last three games, they are first on third down with a 68% conversion rate. And to put it bluntly, the Titans' third down defense has been booty cheeks. And Buck Rising detailed that on his guest spot on uh, Monday Football Monday with us. Uh, a lot of that stems from lack of a pass rush. Harold Landry is their top sack man, only has five and a half on the season. Outside of that, they're depending on defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons on the inside. And remember, in November, Jadavion Clowney was put on injured reserve with a torn meniscus. So they are really lacking for a serious pass rusher there. They only have 19 sacks on the season. That is third worst in the NFL. So can they get home? And hey, maybe they can. But this Titans defense doesn't have any teeth. And that's scary when you consider what Lamar can do when he has time and how hot the Ravens have been recently. They are no Buffalo Bills, but... 35 points averaging over the last three games for the Ravens. Not too shabby. It seems like the Ravens have got their groove back on offense. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.